0: And welcome back to the final hour of uh, Tip Today. Now, some of your text and uh, WhatsApp, Anya's taking issue with me and she says, Fran, that man has a right to speak his mind. Why should you side for Eamon Ryan? I didn't realise that I was uh, siding for Eamon Ryan. In fact, I was making the point that he's a carbon footprint uh, by flying first class to... China and Singapore and the like, um, was considerable. And in fact, I asked, was there an element of hypocrisy there? So, there you are now on you. Um, somebody else saying, tell Willie that the rate of 4% unemployment is far from true. Wake up, Willie, it says. If you only work uh, one day we can claim job seekers for the other days, you are uh, on back to education, etc. You are not included in the 4%. Uh, unemployment rates are massive. Trust me, I know what does Willie work at, and what, what do you see? We don't ask people personal stuff like that. I mean, people come on with an opinion, and and that's fine. And in fairness, Willie provided some uh, balance to that particular um, conversation that's uh, been going on since last uh, Friday as well. I totally agree with that. Man says somebody else, uh, Fran, in relation to the VAT rate for hospitality, uh, that crowd don't care about ripping us off. And the price has soared in the last year, regardless of the low VAT rate, says Kay. Now, on a different topic altogether, congenital heart disease is the most common birth defect worldwide. And between 500 to 600 babies are born with the condition in Ireland every year. It arises when a child's heart does not form correctly during pregnancy. Now, Rachel Lundigan is a temporary mum to 12-year-old Izzy. And Izzy became very ill indeed when she was uh, three years old. And I'm delighted to say that Rachel is with me in studio. Good morning to you, Rachel. Good morning. Good to see you today and thanks for for coming in to me. Would you you tell me about Izzy and how you discovered that she was ill?
1: Yeah, so um, I had Izzy in 2010. Everything was normal, pregnancy, birth, everything, growing, feeding, eating, the whole lot. And then she became quite unwell, summer of 2013. Just kind of, I suppose, cold and flu symptoms to begin with. Very lethargic on and off. And we were questioning as to what could be wrong up and down to the GP a few times. And eventually we um, ended up in the, the hospital here in Clamell where they were trying to figure out what could be wrong. Mm. So obviously the usual maybe be viral. Um, did um, lumbar punctures, checking bloods, the whole lot. And she just kept spiking temperatures. They couldn't figure it out. They said the next step was onto infectious diseases in Crumlin, um, in Dublin. So um, we were waiting for a bed to become free there. So we were 10 days in the hospital here. And then eventually over a bank holiday weekend, we got the call that there was a bed available in Crumlin for, to investigate further what was wrong. So we went up and at the time I had a six month old as well. So basically left her here in Tipperary and Care um, walked out the front door and our lives were just turned upside down I didn't come back inside my front door for seven weeks Wow Um, we got to Crumlin and we were just put on like a regular ward they were starting to run tests and by the following day we were brought for x-rays ECGs and an echo which is like an ultrasound of the heart and while we were in that room um We had someone perform the procedure and they said, that's fine, go back down, a consultant will be on to. Within, I'd say, a couple of hours, not even, we were called back up to that room um, with, we didn't know at the time, but a cardiologist had come at this point. So it wasn't just the technician anymore. And his name was Dr. David Coleman. And he said, we we think we know what's wrong with your daughter Um he showed us an image on the screen of her heart and I don't know if anybody else when you're pregnant and you look at ultrasounds and they say can you see this you say oh yeah but like you can't oh, really make it yeah. out but you could make out this image and there is um, something kind of flapping around he said well that should not be there it is stopping her valve from closing her her, her aortic valve from closing properly so basically the blood that gets filtered back into your heart needs to obviously get refreshed, pumped back out around the body in the simplest of terms. This valve was not closing, so the blood was flowing back down. It was enlarging her heart and it was under severe pressure. Um, this was called endocarditis. Um, they didn't believe that state She was born with it, but um, maybe just came from like that, an infection in your, in your mm. throats, They were starting to run tests on that. They said we should not, they could not, perform surgery um, as it was still like a live infection that they would do intravenous antibiotics for maybe 10 days um, that she would get a line put in. Um, We didn't know what to do. I sent my husband home to the six-month-old, said, God, we're going to be here for another while. You need to go home and fix that up. And um, overnight she just took a turn. I was moved from the regular ward to the heart ward which at the time is not the lovely heart word, um that's there now. Um and then during that night again I was moved by morning to um ICU one with Izzy. She was at the time I didn't know but she was going into heart failure, um, very quickly. So my husband then, Seamus, rushed back up to Dublin. We got to kinda of talk to her before she was we they said they would um Intubator to let her body rest and cope and try to get some antibiotics into her. That lasted for maybe, I'd say, less than 12 hours. She had to be rushed rushed to theatre in the middle of the night and um, her surgeon then was Jonathan McGuinness and he put in a tissue valve into her...
0: So this was full open heart surgery? Full
1: open heart surgery, yes. and they... The procedure they had hoped to do if they had gotten time they couldn't they couldn't do, so they used a tissue valve to replace her aortic valve um but like she was three, she was small they had to make do make fit make a fit so um they did their best um they tried to take her off the long heart bypass machine twice and her body just was not coping, so the only thing they could do was um place her on um leave her on the ECmo mach- machine. Um, which is a life support, mm. and she went to PICU two then, so it's a ICU two. It's very um, specialized ICU for heart children, and um, there's never really more than maybe six or seven children in there at a time. Yes. It's one to one basis with the amazing, amazing PICU nurses, and um, so the, she stayed on that machine for about f- five days, and obviously it was a good thing and a bad thing cuz the longer she was on it the more her body had time to heal but the longer she was on it the more chance there was of blood clots forming and other issues arising so it was it was a hmm. it was a scary time And
0: did you tell me it was very hard for her to heal from the open heart surgery as well was that
1: She couldn't they couldn't close her chest after the surgery um, that was the thing so that's why then they placed her on the ECMO where they they basically left her incision, her opening open for the next few days and then they started the procedure Mm. of closing it once Mm. she came off ECMO. They started to then close her. So, um, But I mean, after that, she really, really like bounced back. She's an amazing child. Um, We obviously did stay there. They had to then treat her with her antibiotics to fight the endocarditis Mm. and um, make sure that her body was getting rid of the infection, so we were still dealing with the ID team and then the cardiac team up there. And um, while we were in ICU, the new um, heart ward actually opened while we were there, so we came out to an amazing state-of-the-art ward where yes. fabulous and the care was amazing. So we stayed there for seven weeks. We got home just just before Christmas back home. Then to my six-month-old Ruby, and um, we would go then for six monthly checkups. And she they did explain to us that she was going to need further surgery as the valve they put in it didn't properly fit, but it was doing the job. So because she, she was so small. Yes, and yes. it was all very rushed, you know, yeah. it was an emergency surgery. Yeah. Um I think the whirlwind of it and knowing that she was going to need further assistance was just very kind of we left our house, we didn't know what was happening, this all happened, then we just arrived back into our home, we didn't know who to talk to, what had happened really and I suppose that's when we reached out to Heart Children Ireland um, and popped them an email I think at first said we don't know, do we come under this umbrella with Eid? as far as we're aware she wasn't born with this, so Mm -hmm. is it congenital do you think that we could be members and you could help us and they said absolutely, this definitely you come in, come with us, we will mind you, we will look after you. They offer psychology services, they offer play therapy um, which we used on more than one occasion. Um, Family days where I suppose you're with your peers, you're with people that understand what's happening because that's the thing with um, children with heart conditions, it's it's non-visible. Like you would never guess if I lined up my three children here you wouldn't be able to pick from them which one of them actually... Has the heart yeah, condition? of course. Yeah, you know, it's just it, it's it's a good thing and it's scary in the same way because you can't see inside, so you never know. You know, I
0: suppose. Is there a constant anxiety there, Rachel? Though, where Izzy is concerned, she's twelve now. She's isn't twelve she? yeah. now,
1: and she since has, has had a second open heart surgery. Right. Yeah, yeah, she had it in uh, 2020. Right. So, um, yeah, there 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 is there is that factor. Um, Especially as she's not corrected, we'll say she still has to go for her checkups. They have to check; they will decide, and she will need further surgery. Will she? Yes.
0: So th- this is part of growing. Is that is that what it's the issue is? It's part of growing,
1: is, and I suppose the damage that was done at the time okay. um, has to be monitored. So um, they, in twenty twenty, in January twenty twenty, they did the Ross procedure, which is what they would had hoped to do in twenty thirteen, and they took out her aortic valve. And the the tissue one, and they replaced it with her pulmonary valve, so they took it from one side part over, and now they she has an artificial pul- pulmonary valve, which won 't grow with her, so it will need to be replaced but m- medicine advances very mm. quickly as we were reassured and Um, what they say now they might be able to do might even be different in four or five years. And
0: is she on constant medication No, No. she is
1: on no medication. Isn't that incredible? Uh, She was on medication for a little while between maybe 2014 and getting her surgery in 2020. Mm. She needed um, a medication to help alleviate the pressure on her heart. But um, no, she is on no medication. As I said, she can partake in anything she wants. Now not competitively she gets yes. winded she gets tired but she knows her own limits and she's a very chatty girl like myself and people yeah. say oh she sits down and chats away with us but that's Izzy's way of coping with I suppose she will know when to take a break it'll just come nat- looks like it's a natural thing but she will sit down and have the chat right. so
0: she manages her own condition essentially. she that she it? does yes yeah. for
1: now definitely yeah. and um, we've um, always like that kind of I suppose met it a positive thing like that with her children. They do um, a charity calendar every year. I've put her forward and she's managed to get picked and has gone for photo shoots and this year she's on to December month and we've always tried to use it as a positive tool for her that, you know, yes you have to be aware that you have a heart condition but it's not the be all and end all for Izzy, you know and like she does get special treatment then I suppose for that, like she got taken off for this photo shoot. We get to go to their annual Christmas party, which we wouldn't be at those things mm-hmm. only for he? but the other two now, my nine-year-old Ruby and my six-year-old Lola they get the benefits of that it's too so good. we try to look at it positively
0: The, um, the uh, conference uh, happened yes. over, over the weekend in Dublin as well where the um the work of hard children was concerned. Yes. Um, You didn't attend that. I didn't attend this one. Wh- why? That was for, for older kids, was
1: it? It was, yes they're, they're her children deal with younger children and children that are progressing onto the matter like Izzy will also go from Cromlin to the matter because as I said she she won't be you know say corrected fully yes. so this conference and other occasions they're very informative for people going forward and it's definitely something we will be attending and for Izzy as I said as she gets older we won't be maybe going to the Christmas parties we will be bringing her to, to these things instead so yes. um, I suppose it'll be a natural progression for us for time we don't want to bombard her just at this minute
0: Does she ever get frustrated with I mean you say you know she gets tired every so often and you know 12 year olds they're busy generally and they're active and all Does she get frustrated at all with the condition?
1: No I don't think at the minute she does when in 2019 when there was a lot of appointments on the run up to the surgery I think she found all of that very overwhelming and she was scared because she was a lot older than three and she knew she was going for open heart surgery and she was very nervous and scared but we we try to show her, you know, that look at her she's done this before, mm. she can do this again, um, that it's natural to be scared and have questions and we always yes. reassure her to come to us if because Izzy does have a scar on her on her chest and she's a young woman and going forward and even for her appointments going forward when they perform echoes and ecgs you know we just try to say you can come and talk to us and we try to keep that line of communication
0: of course yeah and are you aware at this point whether this may have happened in pregnancy but maybe wasn't spotted along the way or, or how how is that rachel
1: They did say to us um, the last time, so in 2019, when it came time to go for more surgery, that there is a possibility maybe in hindsight that it was something that was there. She could have had some kind of a condition with her heart. And that's why maybe this bacteria got... Became did so much damage, mm. so there might have been a slight flaw, I suppose, there yes. to begin with, nothing that was picked up on. As I said, she was never a sick child, so there was no reason to investigate. She, she thrived
0: as a baby. And, oh yeah, yeah,
1: thrived, and even to this day, she just thrives. Yeah, yeah she... It's i had never even heard her be sick or vomit yeah, yeah. until that night she... Became mentioned to heart failure. I at, didn't know at what three was happening. Years of age. At three years yeah, of age, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: And, and the other two kids, they're all fine. As, yes, they?
1: as far as we're aware. Anyway. Yeah, yes, no, absolutely. No and they then. don't treat her any differently either. Do so. they not? No, no. <laughs> absolutely not.
0: <laughs> you say that with a smile, yeah. so I guess is there a bit of argy bargy oh, that goes three, on? Well? Three
1: little girls now. So.
0: <laughs> oh God. Yeah. God bless us. I know. Yes. Um, so the next step for you then is how how many years time are we talking about for the the next procedure? Again,
1: we don't know. This is the anticipation that happens every okay. time her checkups. Come, right. you know, you don't know. So it depends on her
0: rate of growth, I suppose, yes. as well. Is that yeah? Is that so important? that's where
1: the matter. we are at yearly checkups now, which is is a good thing. We suppose we be able to push out from six monthly. So it's usually summertime now. Um, so. We don't know until you go, and they yeah. listen and they look. And um, her her consultant now is um, Dr. Pierre Paolo Biserio. He was actually a speaker at the conference, and mm. he deals with the children. They're moving on to the matter as well, so it's it's nice that she'll have the same, hopefully, consultants the whole way through. Very now. good
0: indeed. Uh, just finally, Rachel, yeah. to to families out there who might have got a recent diagnosis or might have a suspicion yes. about a heart, con- what 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 do you say to them?
1: Um, I'd say definitely reach out to um, the Heart Children Ireland. As I said, they are a great source of comfort, and the psychology service that are there is invaluable. And yes. going to these family days, even if it's just a luncheon, you, it gives you hope, I suppose, because the fear as a parent of any condition, if you're told yeah. your, your child is unwell in any way, it's so scary. But Um, I suppose it just gives you hope, you see, from babies all the way up to now, like that, teens, adults are living with these conditions. So, I suppose, yeah, just reach out and speak to somebody that has knowledge, I suppose.
0: Well, you tell the story extremely eloquently indeed, Rachel, and thank you so much for coming into us today. We wish Izzy the very best and the rest of your family as well. Yes, thank you. Thanks very much much. indeed, Rachel. It's uh, 21 past 11 right now. We'll be right back.